0: Welcome to Badger Tough Inside the Circle. I'm your host, Craig Bacorny, here with Hall of Fame head coach Alan Bacorny. Once again, talking Bennington Wrestling. And uh, we had a heck of a weekend this week. But uh, before we dive into everything, um, just a quick recap. We're actually going to start doing a weekly COVID update. Um, We'll recap the competitions of the past week. Give a little quick update of the week to come and then any other general info or questions you all have. Um, And you can always ask us to address anything on the podcast, any questions you have. You can send it to the Twitter account. You can email us or just ask us at tournaments, uh, however you want. If you want something to answer, we can definitely do that. Um, So I guess we'll dive into the new
1: piece, the uh, weekly COVID update. Yeah, I don't like talking about negative situations, but we this is something that we have to deal with, anyhow this year, and and thought it's a good idea to keep everybody informed. We've always tried to keep people as informed as possible. Uh, we won't talk about any specific individuals, but as far as names and things like that, but we'll may bring up what's going on so everybody's aware, and and also that uh, we remain vigilant uh, throughout the rest of the season, but. Uh, currently w- what we're uh, with the breaks that we've had, you know the moratorium and, and the and the shutdown and everything uh, we're currently at zero known cases. We don't have anybody on the team and and that's what the shutdown was in, was was for is to make sure we uh, get things cleared out and uh, but we have zero cases. Um, we do have one individual uh, on quarantine right now um, and uh, uh, and that's because a family member and actually a second family member uh, tested positive uh, He hasn't tested positive yet um, But uh, schools aware of that and we what we do is we notify the school or really? It's usually the other way around the school notifies us most of the time, but this case happened over the break not not when we were wrestling so um, Anyhow it, it uh, so there's no risk there at all, no matter what happens at this point. Um, but we do notify the school, and and he's on the return plan to to get back in not only school but uh, but uh, wrestling. So, but he hasn't tested positive. Uh, the one on quarantine. We also had another one that's been sick all week, uh, has tested negative. Uh, you know and, and that's the thing we're gonna run into a lot of illnesses at this time of year that where kids are sick and and it's not not COVID so but we we have to be very careful on all cases and 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 so uh, anytime someone is out sick at this point everybody gets all worried at, Is it COVID is it COVID you know and so um, we do got to watch we do want to also inform you that as much as possible but um, We'll follow the normal policies as much as possible as far as returning to school and, and also to uh, practice. And in most cases now, once we get school going again, the school handles all the illness policies. And and, and we'll check them in at the, at the door when they come in and, and decide whether they can wrestle or not or practice or not uh, at that point. But uh, then we also had two just recent illnesses pop up. Uh, as far as I have here, there's no positive test yet. Uh, um, you know, they don't show the the classic symptoms of of COVID. Uh, as far as uh, you know, losing taste and smell, those type of which is uh, almost a guaranteed sign. Uh, you know, they, like I said, there's, their illnesses are going to pop up. Um, you know, and and we'll find out in the next few days what's going on with them, and hopefully just your normal strep throat or traditional things we have every year. Um, and we've had those throughout the year, too. So, um, But obviously any type of case where somebody's not feeling well, you, you get nervous. Um, and, you know, and, and that's pretty much our update as far as where our situation's at. Well, as I said, we have zero cases right now that we're aware of. Um, you know, and, and, you know, I know there's all always worried about what uh about wrestling and all that um but uh wrestling itself does not create a covid virus so we're not the the risk it's it's got to come from somewhere else so we we're trying to keep it out of the room once it gets into the room that that's when it gets tough for us um so we're doing everything we can we've sent out the protocols beginning of the season and all that and and uh um and talking to uh, other coaches I actually one of other head coach in the in the school system had told me that we're doing more protocols in it than, any, than uh, their sport and and uh, also more than any other the sport that I'm aware of uh, we're doing you know not just to, to, to brag or anything it's just that we're more concerned with the, the closeness in the nature of our sport but we're doing more than anybody else um, and also talking to other schools uh coaches from other wrestling teams uh, i haven't found a single team yet that uh, is doing more than we're doing uh to keep our kids safe so we're doing the best we can we're staying vigilant on this as much as we can and and sometimes it's tough telling the kid to, no you can't practice you got to go home and 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 but uh we got to do that well um, and it's
0: not just us they all have to fill in a uh, the questionnaire before every practice and if they anything flags on that we don't even do anything they go, go straight to the trainer on that so we're not the ones making the decision on it every time a lot of times it's you know we're deferring to the trainer who's well well trained in this sort of thing
1: right that's the that's the main main point is we're yeah right we we do have them felt questionnaire to send to her uh and uh so it takes a decision out of our hands so That uh, there's no bias, and they're thinking we need to get someone in practice. Um, It's based off of a trainer who has been trained in the area, not only athletic injuries and all that, but they also, uh, because they work with athletes, they also went through training uh, to try to catch this stuff. But it still comes down to kids being honest and when when they're saying what what, you know, describing the things that are going on. and, you know, and, and uh, talking about, uh, um, you know, I know we had a shutdown, and there's a uh, few people concerned about that. Uh, that's always a concern, no question, but that uh, we're not unique in that area in our school system. Um, you know, as we talked about before, Pine Creek Elementary had a, a classroom shutdown similar to us where we have uh, X number of cases in our what I've been told is three cases within 14 days. Uh, they'll shut down the activity or or classroom or whatever it is. Um, you know, middle school basketball had a situation. They had to shut down just before Thanksgiving. Similar thing. Uh, and and I've just heard recently that the the high school team basketball team is uh, you know on quarantine too right now. So uh, we're not unique in that area. It, it's it's really tough situation right now and but we're we're trying our best to keep the season going and and we we, that's where we we need everyone's help um we're talking to the kids daily and we have been all year um you know i I think it's finally you know after our shutdown i think that really hit home with them and uh, hopefully that helps but uh, uh we need everybody's help to keep it out out of the room and and not have any more shutdowns uh and also not even have you know, try keeping kids not having quarantine, um, and that's something as simple as you know, you, you they may be sitting with a friend at lunch, and then the next day the their friend tests positive, and, and because they had their mask off at lunch, they're sent home on quarantine. So, uh, just uh, so many things, and I know it's hard and in all that right now. Um, you know, I uh, you know, we're, we're feeling the same kind of pain as far as not doing things we want to do and seeing family and friends like we used to right now but but uh, we want to we want to have a season and and uh so we we got to do it and and really to put things in perspective um as of today we are four weeks and six days from sub districts that's four weeks and sub six days basically it's five weeks from yesterday um any kind of shutdown you're probably looking at 10 to 15 days most likely to the higher end um and uh you take that out that's probably two weeks that's probably 40 of our practices the rest of the season um and if that comes later uh where it's just sub districts and the shutdown happens we could lose the whole team to not even be able to go so we really gotta be vigilant um you know people gotta be uh you know, kids are smart about it and, and uh, um, you know, and get the support of, of everyone and just doing the right things, wearing masks, making sure you're not uh, hanging around with people, you know, that uh, that may transmit. Just stay in our bubble and, and <laughs> uh, get through these next four weeks and six days. Well, then we got two weeks after that, one with districts and state. So, but you got to get to the sub-districts before you get to the others um so anyhow i i don't want to go on and on about that i i, I think it's important to be aware of that and, and keep vigilant and um and be aware how how little time we have left and and how much damage it could be done with if we don't uh if we have any issues so um again we're currently at zero known cases it's not in the room let's keep it out and um and uh go from there so Enough of that, Craig. Uh, for this week, so what, what we got going on to Badger Duels next? Yep,
0: on the Badger Duels. Um, you know, everybody knows we weren't able to have fans. It was a little, quite a bit different in there. Um, we did a something a little different, a little twist this year on it um, because there's no state duels. Typically, we use the state duel wild card points to seed the tournament, and then. Uh, into the two pools and then obviously Meet for the championship this year Since there's none of that and the seeding criteria You know it's kind of Hit and miss um, Potentially we ended up Pulling the coaches and all deciding To do uh, class A in one Pool and class B in the other And and then the crossing For the placement so A uh, little, little different this year but I, I kind of Liked it we were able to see all the Class B teams I mean it I think it, you know, you have some regardless of how it's gonna be. You're gonna with seeding, you're gonna have some duels that are closer and some that aren't so close. Um, so I think we still had a good, good mix in there of duels, and then I think we ended up where we would have ended up anyways in the championship with Lincoln East, except maybe we would have fought him in the pool.
1: Well, we they were they were gonna be in our pool, so so, uh, and have been like uh, state duels all over again. Yeah. Well, we were, uh, um. We did actually get all the seating criteria in before we made that decision to change it. It was kind of a last-minute decision because when we put the teams together as far as the seating, um, it didn't you know switching to Class B and A pools. It didn't change a whole lot, but it did. Uh, actually, Elkhorn South was seated first, and we were seated third, just barely behind Lincoln East, and it, it flipped us two, And then and then one of the you know, the lower teams, lower seated teams, uh, on each side flipped. Uh, so it didn't change a whole lot, but it did make, you know, probably B was the B pool was slightly easier. Um, you know, but, uh, you know, there was one thing I looked at it. We were pretty much wrestling all class a schools, which normally I love. And, and if it was a state tournament, dual tournament year, I would have, would we would have kept it that way simply because, uh, beating a class a team or just wrestle whether you beat them or not you get extra bonus points for going up a class and and that would have helped our wild card points in the long run um you know and 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 so we had probably kept it that way uh for that reason um but uh you know looking at it i also was looking at when we put it together that boy we'd like to see a couple people over there in, in the other pool that were class b teams and we're not going to see them simply because they're probably not going to get, you know, to the, they're, they're going to finish below where we were going to go, whether we got first or second in our pool. Um, I'm pretty sure some others would have finished lower. We would not seen those matches. So oh, we did get it that that gave us an opportunity to get some matches. And we'll talk about that later uh, that are important to, uh, for us
0: down the road. Well, I think other coaches probably saw similar. We're like, okay, now we get to see guys that maybe they wouldn't get to see or, you know, I saw Omaha's just firing back up, being able to to compete and you know possibly seeing guys that they might not to or you know take away some of the risk of not seeing them at other tournaments. Now they'll get to see them earlier. So I think everybody was kind of on that same page of yeah, let's take the chance to see each other in there. So,
1: yep. Yes, yeah, the coaches were in favor of it. I think there's only one coach that kind of questioned it at first, but uh, he went along with it um, because everybody else was all for it. And, and so um, I thought it worked out good. Um, you know, it, like I said, mainly for We got to see some people we need to see this year. Uh, but uh, so anyhow, um, enough about that, I suppose get right into competition uh we started off with uh fairberry um and a lot of times in these pool situations uh the highest seed we are the highest seed in our pool uh wrestles the lowest seed and and uh you know Fairbury's is i i think a, w- a very well coached team they're just you know a smaller b team that's that's going through some uh, uh you know one of those phases of uh you know, not a lot of athletes uh, in, in their system right now, um, you know, and, 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 and so. But they're still well coached and, and somebody to, to respect and all that in, in many cases. Um, but uh, we, we did win pretty easily, 78 to 6. Uh, every match was a pin uh, for or against. Uh, uh, unfortunately, that meant one was, a, was against, um, and that was the first match. Uh, you know, Jake Steyer took on uh, Kaz Heisen, who actually Jake had beaten at Districts last year um, to go to state. Uh, so, um, you know, that was going to be an interesting match. And, and uh, you know, just talking to Jake, I don't think he was quite ready for it. And, and uh, uh, you know, I'm not sure what all, what's all going on. With that situation but we'll we'll talk more with him on the mental side and all that but uh, uh, Heisen sure came out there like he was it was all revenge kind of like Ohio State and Clemson <laughs> you know uh, and that's that's kind of normal and Jake seemed to be a little bit more uh, uh, less aggressive and and uh, unfortunately uh, it didn't go very well and and uh, um. know that's something we'll work on fixing so see what's going on there and fix that but other than that uh pins all the way other than forfeits so uh we scored as many points as possible in in the 13 matches we won and and so we started off real well uh which is good to see there's there was a you know another match uh, luke mcdonald against a a former state qualifier that uh, um yeah i think luke got a little frustrated at first but uh you know, sometimes he's got to, and we talked about it, You got to understand that hey these guys are you know just because you can't pin them in a minute like you want doesn't mean that uh you know you're don't get frustrated and you know go out there and just wrestle Fo- focus on a solid good technique and and you know sometimes the pins take longer than you hope but uh, if you wrestle good technique and not try forcing things um you know you're gonna win easily and and uh He I think he settled down for the most part the rest of the tournament after that and in and did well in that area Um, Next up we had wahoo Uh, This is one of those we or we had a match in there. We'd really wanted to see uh, You know because uh And and really to get to that is it's a. J. Parrish and and this burdowski from wahoo both are state medalists, returning state medalists. Uh, Berdowski was the state medalist at a higher weight than AJ last year. And and so that was going to be a, a real important match uh, we're hoping to see. Um, you know, because we get down to, to state, because um, they're not in our district, uh, it's something that uh, we want to be uh, ready for. And, and now that we've seen him, we, we know a few things. And, and uh, you know, in that match... Uh, Itself, uh, um, you know, AJ tried, it was tied up late in the match in the third period, uh, and AJ tried something that uh, I think he forced the issue too much and end up not getting the takedown and instead getting taken down. Um, so just something that we could work on there to, uh, you know, to do a better job of setting that up and finish it properly or, or, or not even do it at all so that. Uh, you don't get yourself in, in a bad situation, but uh, um, but it was good to have that um, match, and, and that, I think that's important. I'd rather have that loss now than at state. Um, and uh, uh, We've had a pretty good history over the years of uh, close matches that we lose. We're able to turn those around a high percentage of the time, uh, and so I'm hoping that this is a case, too, where we can turn that one around um we did beat wahoo 6110 um let see Connor ratoni had a a decent match over you know a, a young kid but again Connor's a young kid too I guess Connor's a sophomore and uh this foster's a freshman it's actually the coach's son um you know so the, the kid's an experienced kid a good wrestler um you know maybe not a great one but he's still a very good wrestler and and you know you could tell he was he was seasoned he in the scrambling situations he he knew what to do and uh, he knew how to react so uh you know that a major decision there is a good win uh for connor um you know and and trying to go through some of these other matches you know as far as high level i mean most of them pretty much went the way we expected um you know our, our kids did a nice job of wrestling like we expected there uh so um you know, good, good, solid win for us. You know, Wahoo's been a pretty decent team the last few years. Uh, they graduated a few here recently, but uh, um, still, I think they're a well-coached team. Again, um, they're just uh, um, in a tough situation where they had a big bunch of graduations, kind of like Fairbury, because Fairbury wasn't too bad if just a few years ago. But in in that cycle, um, the next up we had Crete. Um, and uh, uh, that went pretty well. Uh, we won 77 to 0. Um, you know, I, I, there's no big matches going on in there that I would say, I, uh, you know, like previously, state medalists can state medalists, but uh, um, you know, they're their, their best kids were probably in the lower weights, like 106, 113, as far as record wise. Um, you know, and and we got wins there, and and, and did well there. So, um, not much to go over with that, I guess. Um, then we go to Ralston. It's it's basically the the championship match of our pool to see who goes uh, against the first team on the other side. and Ralston's a team that's ranked number seven uh, on Husker Mad as far as tournament teams, and that's because they have. That's when guys that are pretty darn tough on their team. Uh, in fact, they're they were tied with us for the second most returning state points from last year. Um, you know, in Class B, so uh, they're very solid. But they they're as a dual team, they have four opens, which you know, obviously, really hurts a lot uh, in in a lot of duels. So you won't see them win a lot of duels, or when they do, it'll be close wins. Um, but uh, uh, scouting them out, uh, I was kind of surprised that uh, um, we we're going to be a lot closer than I expected. In fact, uh, my scouting report had us only winning by two points. And you think, how in the world could that happen? We compete with Lincoln East, but uh, Ralston can can beat us with one match go the wrong way. Well, a lot of that has to do, you know, in duels, a lot of it comes down to matchups. Um, they're. Uh, um, their opens were where some of our best kids are at and where we get a lot of pins So a forfeit where we would have got a pin anyhow is doesn't hurt them but uh, They also had some uh, You know very good kids wrestling where some of our good kids are too. that or they were just better than us or at least uh, You know finished better than us. So uh, that's why when he when it came down to the end that uh, is going to be a close duel. So um, we went into that with my in mind and um, we did some moving around to help uh, help uh, prevent, uh, you know, a, a shocking upset. You know, I mean, that, you know, all it takes is one match that we expect to win to get caught and pinned, you know, and those things can happen in wrestling and, and uh, we'd have lost that duel and you know, been Shocking, so so, and, and that's what we do at all times in every duel. And I scouted out all the duels, even the Crete, and you know, and the other duels that were uh we ran away with, but uh because um, you never know and always want to make sure. But uh, um, uh, you know, we uh did some moving, but starting off, I guess, looking at uh, the duel here, uh, we did win 52 to 23, so it like I said, it is comfortably we won um and a lot of that had to be with with moving around uh, but at 126 uh Braxton went against with their state medalist Mcgee, which you know us uh kind of curious how to see that match um you know Braxton's really coming along real well and 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 wrestling real well for us and developing and but uh, he's still a freshman um you know which uh Physically, you know when you run against a senior sometimes uh, um, There's that physicality difference and, and maturity and and all that uh, the strength difference that uh, you got to run up against and and uh, And that's kind of what happened here was uh, the kid was just much more physical than him and uh, and uh, so uh, uh, that was a difficult match for him, but one thing I was really pleased with and i told braxton after after the match was he never quit fighting even towards the end uh and he was down by a considerable amount uh he came up trying and 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 coming after him and and so that's a great sign uh you know for the future and and everything and um you know no matter how many camps you go to or uh practices or anything you do uh there's nothing you, that you can do to to counter the maturity of a, a an older wrestler compared to a, a younger wrestler the only thing you can do is wait for puberty to come through and <laughs> to be honest and and you know and hit the weight room and uh you know even the weight room until you physically mature it's it's you know it's not going to take off but uh knowing his work ethic he'll be fine uh, and one day he'll be doing that to kids just like him and that are up and comers and He'll, he'll tear them apart, but uh, um, and then next we we did a did a move, kind of a risky move here. Um, we moved AJ up to one thirty eight. Um, you know, as far as uh, up against their state runner up, uh, Michael Mass is a state runner up last year, uh, and AJ got third and uh, different weight classes again. Mass was a higher weight class than. Than AJ, so um, you know that's that's somewhat risky there to to do that, but uh, uh, watching we uh, we were lucky enough that we were on a buy when Ralston was wrestling uh, against Wahoo, um, and so we were able to see uh, how Matt Mass wrestled because it's it's been a while and we wanted to see some fresh stuff, and so we saw some opportunities there, and we thought that AJ could get the win, um, and. and in any case, if not, at least uh, it would minimize the number of points because 132. They were going to be open. That was one of their opens. Um, so Austin was able to step in and, and get the forfeit for us and and keep the team points. And uh, so in in this case, um, AJ was even if he lost by decision. Um, you know nothing against Hunter, but uh, uh, going up against the state runner-up. Chances are he's gonna get uh, give up some bonus points uh, one way or another major tech fall or even pin uh, Either way, but uh, if if AJ moves up, maybe he only gives up a a Decision if he loses Um, And if he wins, that's just even better Um, We felt that he could win um, uh, So that was good, but uh, you know one thing about duels Uh, We talk about to the kids all the time those those bonus points and and are so important and and uh, You know if let's say AJ would have lost He would gave them three team points and let's say hunter got beat by eight points, which would be a major that would be four points so uh, That would have saved us one team point in that situation Um, You know or, or if hunter got pinned, let's say then, you know, that's three team points. That's like a whole match uh, that we say points, so a lot of strategy goes in you know in a lot of ways uh, Not only winning, but also how you lose in in dual situations And so that's why we de- did that move um, we, we thought no matter what happened win or lose we were going to benefit from that move and and we did and it worked out great And um, Then we go up to let's see 45 is another tough kid and 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 uh, Walker battle for a while but uh, uh, and Walker had a great tournament. I think this is this might I have to go back and look for sure but I think that's might have been his only loss and in that uh, Cochran from Ralston he's uh, either rated sometimes in some of the polls or were very close to it. So uh, very solid kid and um, you know one again one of those is gonna really kind of hurt our team uh, 152 they had uh, as Talmadge He's rated number one in some polls and uh, one of the best in the state, no matter what. And here's where we also did some moving around and because we felt that, uh, uh, you know, we could get, uh, you know, a win at 160 with with Blaine or Connor, Um, we thought at 170, they had a a decent wrestler there, it was going to be a toss up uh, with Joe, but uh, we thought Blaine, you know, just uh, the way things what we see in the wrestling room and all that that we felt blaine had a better chance of uh, uh, Better odds of getting a win. So we went ahead and bumped both guys up uh and and drew got the lucky draw of of taking on talmage and you know, that's another thing about uh <clears throat> duels. sometimes guys are uh get the benefit of the moves and sometimes guys gotta jump in there and and take the take the the whipping for the team and and uh drew Drew had to go in a couple times in this tournament and and take some on some very tough kids and you know and uh he did it for the team you know we we it gave us a chance to move around because i'm not one of those coaches that uh if we have a kid a backup that we could put in and we're going to move uh you know we're going to put a backup in we're we're not just going to forfeit it there's teams that do that that they they move a guy up but against some of our better guys or away from some of our better guys and then they won't put a backup in there um, because they just say it's not you know they're not going to let their backup get beat like that well uh, that's just you know you you give them some experience as long as you talk to them and handle it right I think it's uh, you know the right thing to do rather than just going open but uh, that all paid off Uh, Connor went ahead and got the pin at 160 and Blaine you know it Probably had a little bit tougher match than he would have at 60, but he bumped up and, and ended up getting a major so that was good even bonus points there and, and so that that put us in very good shape already that, uh, you know, where we thought we we're gonna, uh, you know, uh, lose some points that uh, uh, now we're, we're in great shape that uh, we finish out, I think we'll be just fine. Um, and then, uh, you know, any other highlighted matches i would say probably at 285 again uh hernandez from ralston uh was a third place medalist last year and and uh so a tough draw for jake again but um you know we're we're trying to you know we're hoping for big things out of jake this year and and uh uh, didn't have a good match there either but uh hope hope to learn from this here so that's kind of how ralston duel went and I don't know if you have any additions to that or
0: not really. I mean, you kind of touched on AJ's match match against uh, Mass, and I mean, I felt like the score was a lot closer than the match. AJ mostly dominated that match. Uh, he gave up a late reversal in the first period, and then yeah, I think uh, I don't remember if it was a takedown or reversal in the in the third. But for the most part, was won that match pretty handily, and for a returning runner up. That was a real good win for AJ. I think, especially coming off his loss to to Wahoo, um, to to turn around and and come out with a big win like that, that kind of stood out to me in that duel.
1: Yeah, that's good. You know, a lot of times when guys lose a tough match, um, you got to mentally recover from that, and uh, especially in tournament situations, but uh, in dual in in duel and and also not only individual tournaments but dual tournaments you know you got to come back for the team ready to go and it was a, a tough draw to, to to do it but uh yeah he came through and so proud of him for for uh, uh being willing to do it and and uh, for the team and and then to get the job done so that uh, gave us first in our pool um and uh so now we're uh, going up against Lincoln East, uh, number six in the Class A, and um, you know, and and a very good team, well coached. I uh, uh, have a high high level of respect for their coaches. Uh, they're very very good coaches, uh, not only as people but as, as far as uh, technique and everything. Uh, probably one of the elite coaches in the in the state. So uh, this is going to be a battle here, and and. Uh, um, and they're rated number six in the state for a reason, too, in, in Class A. So, um, you know, scouting it out, it was going to be a close duel, no surprise there. Um, you know, so uh, we had to look for for ways, and just like we do for everything else, we, we scouted out and, made, and uh, see what we can do. And um, as I mentioned in the uh, news uh, email, I went to the newspapers and, copy parents and other fans in that we uh it was kind of like a chess match going on yeah you know we made some moves they made some moves and and in the end if you look at the moves we made and the moves they made in both cases it benefited each other i i think uh unfortunately not enough for us to to pull out the win and um we're hoping for even better benefits than we got but uh um start off at uh 132 with aj aj had a good win over a decent wrestler i end up closer than uh it should have been i think uh um you know the kid did a nice job of fighting off and not giving up bonus and then kind of made it close at the end but uh um you know that was a good a good opponent that he had so a state qualifier and and uh, uh so that, that kid's no slouch um um but uh uh, got a win there, um, one thirty-eight. Another one of their studs. Uh, you know, Hunter Anderson didn't give up a pin, so that was uh, that was like saving a team point. Uh, if you look at it that way, um, I don't have the got an in front of me. I think that Swift was a state medalist last year. Or definitely, I ranked this year, but
0: uh, yeah, he's ranked like five. Fifth
1: by husker matt right so he, he's a very good wrestler and and so uh we just thought that uh, that wasn't going to go very well and it didn't but it, we didn't give up a pin so uh you could say hunter saved us one team point there um 145 uh you know another tough opponent there for walker and and uh, uh we lost that match and then going up to 152 uh connor uh got a pin connor had a great tournament this weekend and and uh so it was good to see that for him uh you know because as soon as he starts getting some confidence and and a little bit better offense on his feet uh he's going to be very tough to beat because he's he's solid on top and um uh, doesn't get turned easily on the on bottom so uh you know if he can get the takedown he's going to win a lot of matches but uh did a nice job getting a pin for us uh Uh, You know keeping us in this duel here Um, Then next to at 160. Here's where we uh, uh, Made some shifting Um, That's chase kamer. He's he's ranked in in uh, uh, Class a very solid wrestler. Uh, It was gonna be a tough one for Blaine Um, and so we uh, uh, Went ahead and put drew back in there and and uh, again, thanks Drew for taking it for the team. But sorry, <laughs> sorry to <laughs> put you in those situations. But uh, Drew stepped in, had good attitude about things, and and so really appreciate that that he he did that for our team. Uh, moved Blaine up. I was and and this was kid was a senior, so uh, really us moving Blaine up as a sophomore up against a senior, you may think is pretty risky, and it. it Kind of is and uh, but we felt really felt that we had a chance there um, uh, to win it um, and we also thought again as earlier if we even if we didn't win uh, we would probably be better off point-wise and uh, you know Blaine took a early lead and and uh, you know and and uh, but it was close all the way and um, they, they got end up getting a a situation where they got a, an extra point where I kind of I disagree with the official on um you know I, it should have been a reversal not a escape and takedown and but uh that's how it goes and um but it, that didn't make a difference in the match in the end point wise maybe strategy which could change things too but um the way it goes got to overcome those things and uh had an opportunity to win it but uh I think in the end You know just the way uh you know our guys are in practice i think uh, that move at least saved us some points if anything and again saving points is like adding points on for your team so um next match up we had hunter thompson uh did a nice job got a major decision um i thought he wrestled real well in that match um you know hunters had a little bit of a slow start this year uh, kind of up and down a little bit uh, uh, you know he had a great season last year so we we're looking for big things this year and part of it's just gotta get uh you know he not being able to do a lot in the off season really hurt uh he just got to get his offense going and, and and stuff so uh if he can get an offense going he's very tough to, sc- to score on so uh, he can have a real, real good season and, and he had a good tournament this weekend too so uh good to see that and hopefully that's Signs of of uh, uh, things going forward. Um, then one ninety five. This is where Lincoln East uh, did their uh, uh, chest move, and um, you know, and, and you wonder, well, why can't we counter that stuff? Well, it comes down to coin flips. They do a coin flip before the the duel starts, and uh, you pick odd and even. So if you get it odd, uh, every odd match you have to send your guy out first. Um, and and so, uh, in this coin flip, we in this situation, we had to send Luke out first. Uh, they actually won the coin flip, but uh, you, you know, we we also had our cases where we wanted to move, so we both got what we wanted, but and it both helped us out as far as a coin flip, but but it did hurt us in this situation. We couldn't do anything, and and realistically, we, we couldn't do anything anyhow because we didn't have a backup at 195. Um, so uh, uh, that uh, even if they did move up, um, we would have considered whether we chase them or not, um, and and so. Uh, but anyhow, either way, they did their move that that benefited them. Um, although I was really impressed with how Carter Lurch wrestled their, their kid, but Luke got a pin on his kid uh, at ninety five. Uh, their Ingerson from Lincoln East that moved up, he's uh, uh, he's undefeated coming into the tournament and ranked, uh, I think, around six or somewhere. He's, he's either ranked or he's close to being ranked uh, in some of the polls. Um, so a, a quality individual, but I really think Luke, just watching him wrestle and seeing him wrestle, scouting him out in the duel before against Elkhorn South, I, I thought Luke could get a pin. Um you know and and so i thought we get a pin there and at 220 i thought carter could get a pin um, but uh, unfortunately it didn't work out that way they made their move and we couldn't counter it in this case um but connor carter did a nice job i thought he he didn't give up a pin uh, and actually it was a good good match uh so really pleased with how carter wrestled this weekend too <clears throat> and at the bennington invite earlier in the season so really been pleased with how he's been wrestling, um, you know, so far when he's been able to be in varsity. Uh, he ended up losing five to one, which, you know, three team points compared to giving up six if you had got pinned. So uh, you can almost say Carter saved us three points, and and they probably were looking at it like they were going to get a pin. And so it, it, it helped them, but not as much as um, as they had hoped, kind of like. Us earlier and and us later in this tur- in this duel. Uh, then we got uh, go up to two eighty five. Jake Steyer, Uh nice job. Went out and took care of business. Uh, finished off the tournament right with a the with pin. Uh, so that was good for Jake. Um, you know there and, and it also uh, gave us a chance now we're we're back in it and um, in, in having an opportunity to. Uh, have a chance at winning this this duel. Um, then that's where kind of things, but we are still, uh, I think at that point, if I was looking at, at my scouting report, I was keeping track, and I don't know if, if anybody watched me in the corner, not that I'm the person who want to watch, you want to watch the matches, I was on my clipboard. There was actually a time I almost stood up and had one of you guys take my spot so I can focus on what we needed to do, especially late in the duel uh whether we it'll help us or not to move make these some moves and and uh but i kind of had it at, after seeing it, we were i think we were down by about 11 points from where we needed to be and um, so we needed to make some things happen and take some chances but uh, um you know so 106 we went into that one um you know it, we felt it was best to move up. And I wish we had somebody to fill in for for Caden. So we don't give up a forfeit. And, um, you know, because that's six points. But realistically, you know, nothing against Caden. I was very concerned we would probably get pinned there anyway. Uh, That kid has pinned an opponent that uh, Caden went into overtime with early in the year and and beat um, and is known to be a pinner. He's a big big 106 pounder cutting a lot of weight long and lanky and can cradle from anywhere and those guys are extremely dangerous and, and and pinners um in fact that's how he pinned this guy we were scouting at, at on the elkhorn south duel so we felt that moving caden up gave us a chance um because at 113 their 113 pounder was actually a 106 pound backup so and they figured they would have uh, Kale. So they, they weren't worried about that, that he, whoever they put out there was going to get pinned. And uh, they weren't going to move Terman up against Kale. Um, so I think they were a little bit surprised we made that move. Uh, you know, looking over at their bench, they, as soon as we forfeited at six, they were looking at each other and, and chatting. So they, they knew what was going on after that. Um, so, uh, but, uh, you know, that uh, – We also waited to let them because it was their turn at 106 to go out so they had to go out So I I waited till their guy went out there before I checked to make sure it was the right guy and and uh, Then I gave the forfeit Um, So put Caden in at 113 um, And Caden went out there and got the pin which is great because not only we felt we'd get a win there but getting pin that's that bonus points and and uh, We were we were in business at that point point. Um, you know, we had a chance. So we had two tough opponents coming up, um, and uh, you know, and, and uh, Kale. We ended up moving up to 120, and and uh, and that was really going into that match. Um, my opinion, that was a 50-50 match. We were going to win. Um, Kale wrestled Keith Smith last year. Keith's a, a state champion in Class A last year, an a weight class now from Kale, and so you know, going to be very tough and, uh, not only has a little bit of size on him this year, it was a close one last year, but, um, you know, Kayla was pretty confident. I, f- I feel going into it. Uh, we didn't have a whole lot of time to discuss this, uh, this stuff before the duel. Cause it was like, we went scouted Elkhorn South. And as soon as we got into the Elkhorn South, we we're like, Hey, you know, this might work. And before we had a chance to really talk it to, to me, the kids, uh, you know, we were already considering these changes. So, but I did talk to Kale briefly before the duels because I, I want him also mentally ready because you don't want to take a kid that, uh, if possible, uh, you don't want to take a kid and say, hey, we're suddenly bu- taking away a match that you would probably pin a guy in 30 seconds or less, and and now you're wrestling a state champ. Uh, we want him mentally prepared for that. So I did let Cale know that we we're uh, – considering that and and we need it may need it for the team to win and that decision was going to be made later late in the duel so uh, he was aware of that and and uh, uh, you know tremendous respect and it sounds like he's getting some respect around the state for for doing that Uh, there's a lot of kids out there that wouldn't move up and they'd protect their career record Uh, and Cale put it on the line for the team and so much respect for for him for for doing that and uh, the little, I got the chance to talk to Cale afterward, uh, cause he had to run off and get some stitches. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: he ended up looking like Jordan Burroughs out there at one point.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, um, you know, that's a college type match. Guys are battling at it and somebody ends up with stitches, you know? So, uh, you know, Keith is a high level wrestler and, and, you know, and it was a great match. And unfortunately at right at the end, um, uh, you know keith got got a takedown to to take the lead in late in the third period uh and on the shot that they hit heads and and split kale's head open and had to have some stitches but uh, um you know and but that's how it goes you got got to wrestle those and and uh you know the, the great thing is I, I think like i said kale's getting a lot of respect for doing that because um, i have i actually know of other other teams that protect their kids records and stuff like that and um we're not that type of team we're we went into it we we need him to go up to win and and kale's okay with that and um you know talking to him i started saying briefly he 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 wasn't concerned about the record he was just uh disappointed that he didn't get the win and he should have um you know and and but from our little conversation i get it that that's that's just going to make him better he's he's gonna you know he kept asking about the videos on huddle and stuff last night wanting you know when they're gonna be up and so he was already getting ready to look at those things and, and and uh you know starting that night getting better so um and that's what that's about you know he it, it's hard to be perfect it's extremely rare um uh, but uh, some of the best wrestlers and and not only in, in the state but in the country and even the world take losses and and it's how you react to those um and I, Craig, Craig, you'll hear that you've heard this many times since you've been little. And it's a quote that Dan Gable had, um, uh, you know, that I always preach to you guys and, and other guys is, uh, to turn a negative into a positive and, and, uh, you know, that negative is a, a loss and, and, and the positive he can turn that into is, is to learn from it and, and get better and long run. That'll be a positive situation for him, um, uh, and nobody's gonna, you know, when he's winning a national championship, and and for Nebraska, let's say, or wherever he goes, <laughs> we'll just stay with Nebraska for now because we're Huskers. But but uh, when he's doing that in Division One national championship, nobody's gonna even care what happened a sophomore year in high school, um, or even world champion winning Olympics, let's say. It's nobody's gonna care about that. So, uh, but uh, this could also help propel him to to just get better from there. Um, then, you know, that, uh, you know, that match, you know, obviously, we were hoping to win it. But like I said, it's a 50-50 chance there, uh, we went for it because we we're going for the win on the duel. Um, you know, that one could have turned it or there's any, any match out there. There's there other matches that could have nobody lost it. No individual lost the duel for us. We lose as a team. There's other situations that could have gone better So it's nothing on kale and it's nothing on anybody else either um, You know, I was proud of him like I said for for doing it um, Then that put us in we were down at that point uh, By one point um, And we got two two great wrestlers one at you know Connor Atonia and, and um, You know Braxton are both both great wrestlers, are, are probably more, uh, I would say, at the uh, you know at the stage of uh, becoming great wrestlers for us. Um, but uh, unfortunately, we they they had a tall task to, to accomplish with uh, uh, Cole Tolan. He's undefeated and, and ranked uh, number six in Class A, um, returning state qualifier. So very very good wrestler. Uh, you know and and so we needed a, an upset and and uh a lot of the decision that goes into these things is what gave us the best chance of pulling the upset and um you know connor's just an explosive guy his strengths are explosiveness and and uh you know and, and uh, so we thought that that would give us a better chance of pulling an upset and and uh, uh you know braxton's got his own strengths he's probably a better overall wrestler as far as different positions um you know they things in practice are very close i mean i need mean, not can get into who wins and all that stuff but that's not that's not really what matters it matters what what gave us the best chance here and so we um uh, you know maybe if we're winning the duel if we're heading the duel maybe we put uh, braxton in because he you know less risk connor's probably a less experienced wrestler than than braxton but he's more explosive and so uh, Ended up going with the taking a chance this way right or wrong. We don't know. We we still lost it, but uh, uh, the Nice thing is connor had a close match with him. I, I wish he would have pushed the pace a little bit more at the end uh, That might be a learning tool for him, too um, I don't know if he even if he pushed the pace. I don't know if he could have got it but i would like to see him take that chance uh did lose by three but uh um you know so for if you if you take away the the situation itself um you know that's a good match for for connor uh that he's that close to a guy that's ranked um number six and a and undefeated and um you know a few more things we we adjust and fix with him in his growth that He's, he can be competitive with those guys someday down the road, but he's, he's still a work in progress, and and so we end up losing a close duel, unfortunately, and, um, you know, and it's how it goes, and um, the great thing is we're a young, very young team, and, uh, you know, we do have two seniors on our team. One was sick, and, and the other one, um, you know, unfortunately, we, we took out a lineup, um, but we wrestled number six team in the state with uh, all uh, juniors or under you know no seniors in the lineup so we'll have that whole team back next year and and uh for sure and and we'll just be better so that's if you look at future that's that's some positive signs but uh still got a lot of growth yet to go through and and everything so anything from you craig on the duel i spent more time on that one because that's the that's championship <laughs> duel and might as well go through that. That's more exciting than yeah. going through a 77-0 duel.
0: Yeah, I didn't really have anything else to add. I think you covered it all. Um, I do know you wanted to chat a bit about the um, what goes into uh, making decisions and duels to move around the lineup and stuff. I know we talked about it a bit already You know, against Ralston and again against Lincoln East, so I guess we could Maybe chat a bit about you know what goes in those decisions and
1: and that sort of thing and how the lineup works with that. Sure, yeah, that's a you know a, that's always that's always a good question and this is something that we do talk to the kids about um, you know throughout the season and you know especially in the beginning. But uh, um, we do have wrestle offs in our in our wrestling room, and the primary thing is to see who's. I mean, who wins is usually usually the better wrestler, uh, and that tends to set our uh, our tournament teams. But uh, we do do tell them that uh, that uh, the dual teams are set not by wrestle offs, but they're determined a hundred percent by coaches. The wrestle
0: offs are a nice guideline because we can see where they're at.
1: Sure, mm-hmm. and, and when it comes you know, to it, yeah, and and, and uh, so. Um, you know, the, the process, I guess, we go through on on the dual uh, lineups is we do start with, like I said, the varsity team, the, the rest loss, we, we, and I do that in the scouting. That's what I start off with, uh, how we, our varsity team or the starting lineup goes up against uh, their other guy, their other team, um, and then we go through the process of, all right, you know, um, we score out uh, the dual, what we expect um, to, to be, and then... And then after that, we take a look at any specific matchups, you know, one-on-one matchups, and how we compare to their uh, opponent, and and you know what, if there's anything we could do uh, to improve that, uh, whether it be moving a guy up or or putting in a a backup. It it doesn't always necessarily mean someone moves up. It it could mean that we'll take a a JV guy um, who is very close. And we got those situations, especially in this year's team, um, that maybe his style will be better against their opponent our other opponent. because um, there are style differences that do make it, that can affect matches and, and so we may do that too. Uh, so we'll look at any kind of moves or, or replacements to improve our team score. Uh, and then we'll also take a look at what possible moves our opponent will do um you know are they going to move somebody around or, or what are they going to do so we can look at all right if they make a move can we counter it? is there any possibility of countering it and 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 so uh, uh we want to go into the duel as prepared as possible that when things happen uh we're able to react right away because um a lot of times in duels things are happening quick and and decisions are made quick, and suddenly they surprise you. If, you. if you're not prepared, they'll surprise you with the move, and all of a sudden you're like, what do I do? Um, you know, and, and, and so you end up uh, uh, maybe making a mistake on, on what whether, who you should put in or whether you move because you're not prepared. So uh, we try looking at that. And um, and once we make the decision ahead of time, if it's ahead of time, um, you know, and sometimes these decisions are made even during throughout the duel. Because um, we tell our kids, uh, you know, like what we told them, even just before this tournament, uh, we told our backups, "says you guys prepare like you're wrestling. When If you're a 132-pounder, uh, I guess that, that'd the example would be Austin Brecker in Ridge. It says, well, you're 132, 32 pounds backup. When you prepare like and warm up like you're going to wrestle. And uh, once we get past – not only your weight class but the next one up uh then you sit down and relax because you can't wrestle anymore but always be prepared because uh most time we know going in what our move's going to be and we try discussing with the kids so they're mentally prepared and ready to go Uh, but sometimes things happen like i said quick during a duel that we just got to make a quick switch um so uh um let's see what else um on that you know and, and uh that's that's pretty much how it, our thought process goes and what we do uh, to do it and you think about it it's um you know and sometimes uh it's tough on the kids they they want to wrestle um i get it and i understand and I, and I do feel for those kids you know and and i do have a lot of respect for those guys that make sacrifices for the, uh you know they sacrifice themselves for the team and you know we talked about what drew did jumping in there against two very very tough opponents uh knowing that he's he's gonna get hammered um especially moving up a weight class and uh you know and him have a good attitude about it and um you know we had other guys last year luke woods i remember him going against drew arnold and that was just kind of funny and he you know he he had to go against a couple times and and uh but uh uh anyhow he he took it also with the you know a great attitude but uh, also you know another guy you think about that really sacrificed a, a career potential record of undefeated uh you know kale made a big sacrifice for our team and you know like i said i was i was going to the match 50 50 you know we we could lose as easy as winning it um i'm sure kale went into it believing he could win and and should but uh as a coach and trying to be realistic 50 50 and um uh, you know so he sacrificed a lot and um uh, you know and joe joe wells joe had a great tournament and he went three and zero uh in the tournament but uh, we we replaced him twice and you know and i being a senior and all that i at home i, I kind of feel bad that we, we do did that but uh you know joe sacrificed everybody sitting out really helped the team out in, in a couple situations and uh, you know, and so uh, those are all guys. You also had um, Hunter and, and uh, Hunter Anderson had to sit out once. It's normally a starter, and Braxton, and and I'm not sure. I can't remember if there's anybody else, but, you know, they also made sacrifices. So, yeah, I got a lot of respect for those guys that do that, that make sacrifices for the team. And, you know, and I don't expect them to be happy about it and be disappointed, but uh, uh, I hope they understand, and I, I do try explaining it to them when we can and um, when we have opportunities to explain what's going on so hopefully you understand but uh, um, you know this is really nothing unusual Uh, high schools do it all the time in duels Um, as you see we talked about with Lincoln East doing that Uh, this happens all the time throughout the season Um, I didn't expect to do a lot this year because our lineup is pretty solid you normally don't move around a lot when you have a solid lineup but this came down to just matchups amongst individuals. Like I talked about the style differences and things, but, uh, and same thing, college colleges do that too. Uh, in fact, colleges is probably more, they don't really go off of wrestle loss or determine their lineup. It's more about who they feel can, can compete better. Uh, you know, under the lights when they're wrestling and, and, or even
0: again, based on style. I mean, and a lot of times they're not even shifting one guy up. A lot of times they're just replacing one with another because they think one guy's style, you know, maybe one guy's a leg rider and and they've scouted out this guy's, you know, leg defense isn't very good, so they think they have a better chance of getting a win or a pin out of that. They'll just replace it, and it's a, there's a lot of based off style there.
1: Or, or right? Yeah. Else yeah. Going? College is probably less moving up and down; it's mm-hmm. more of replacing, like you said, mm-hmm. and that's kind of what we did at one one twenty six is. We were hoping the style would, you know, pull the upset, um, and maybe if we were heading the duel the other way, the style would have uh, done a better job of not giving up bonus. Um, even though Connor didn't give up bonus in that case, you know, I, I if I was if we were leading, I probably would have put uh, Braxton in because I felt that uh, he's probably, uh, you know, he's you know more experienced uh, as far as years, and and uh, that he would less likely give up bonus. Um, but i but anyhow so yeah that's uh what goes into a lot of those dual situations and and uh you know and uh duels are all about winning as a team uh you can also look at it if you want to use a a football analogy is is you might have an all-state running back and You get to the one yard line. He's a speedster and you know, kind of a small back, but really fast. And and uh, team gets down to the one yard line, and you bring in your uh, second string guy. That's a big, huge back. That's power runner, and to get that one yard for the touchdown. And and the guy gets the touchdown just is the backup because he's the power runner. You got to go with what you feel is best uh, in the current situation uh, to win. So um you know and so hopefully everybody's you know that this is going to happen throughout the season it happens every year um you know nothing's going to change we're going to do what we think is going to win um we won't protect records we won't you know uh we're we're trying to win um you know both as in duels as as a team and individuals as you know like individual tournaments as as an individual and um and, and so um, that's kind of, I don't know if you got any more to add to that. That's kind of a wrap for me on that part. No, I,
0: I think that sums it up. We usually touch on it once or twice a year just to, usually at the beginning of the year we touch on it. And then I think usually some point in the middle we kind of, you know, reiterate, touch on it when there's a duel like, or duels, weekend of duels. Usually I think we touch on it right after the fracas where we tend to have to do some shifting around. Um, so yeah, just kind of as a, reminder sort of thing of the shifting we do so usually it pays off i think i i look at the lincoln east duel i you know i think we closed the gap a lot closer than if we wouldn't have shifted around and had a chance to win it um well obviously ralston we talked about how it gave us a much bigger you know cushion there at the end but that's all you know Have um, anything to add to that I think you said it all did you want to roll down any of the individual results for the duels before we move on
1: yeah i did want to talk about some individuals here um you know because we had some great performances one thing that uh you know i even noticed and mentioned in the newsletter going out that uh, um one thing that stood out to me and and really pleasing that uh, uh, every one of our guys that wrestled except one uh well, i guess there's only one that had a losing record and and that's that's pretty unusual uh, in, in uh, dual tournaments and and also very good uh you know very pleasing to see that and like i said that that one uh, individual individual losing record it's not his fault it's what we did we put him in really tough situations so um you know that's 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 just uh, how it, it goes there but uh, well, I guess we can go right down the list. Caden Coyle goes five and zero. You know, a couple of those are you know forfeits. I understand, but uh, uh, you know, he he's, he he. Um, good to see him getting some matches finally. He, you know, we had this break and then a duel that he gets a forfeit, and you know, and so it's it, that's just tough. That's but that's the life of a six pounder. That half the teams don't have people or. Or sometimes when they do if they're they're afraid to put them against a, a good wrestler but uh, uh, that's not the case here. it's just bad luck for him but we'll get some matches as we get rolling here and but uh, glad to see him get a, get some matches and and uh, get some wins so um, next uh, 113 kale um, you know goes uh, four and one you know obviously we talked plenty about that one match um but uh, uh you know and 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 so i don't know there's really not much to cover there but uh, again i do want to reemphasize the from the things i'm hearing around uh, the news chat around the state is there's a lot of respect for for kale for for going up and doing that and and putting his record on the line and and uh, I, I think that shows a lot of great things and hopefully all our other kids can learn from that that uh, um, you know that uh, uh putting yourself putting the team ahead of themselves at times is is you know very important uh, uh you know we we have those opportunities for that individual success and that's where our individual state tournament comes in and individual tournaments but uh, when we're in duels it's it's how do we win as a team so very appreciative of that um connor Tony had a good tournament too four and one uh you know great for connor uh again i mentioned earlier he's he's relatively new to wrestling still in my book but uh but probably one of the hardest workers i've seen in a long time in our room and, and that's saying a lot when you consider some of the kids we've had uh over the years that uh, uh you know worked hard but uh um things are going to pay off for him someday and they're starting to pay off already and so i that's good to see um then braxton uh comes at three and one uh you know again he's like i said he's earlier too he's one of those you know that uh, is on the rise um a lot of experience uh from being younger and but uh uh, i see a lot of better things out of his technique right now that he's you know he's uh, probably the thing that hurts him the, the the most is physical maturity uh when you start running into some of the older guys um that are very good so uh you know we need to work more on the technique because uh that technique will help overcome some of that in a lot of cases um but uh, uh you know again future star for us and and i'm you know really expecting big things too um this year also um 132. Austin's undefeated, one and uh, uh, You know he stepped in for us, helping us out. Um, you know that it we all, we did have all three guys I think that didn't get chance to get in, and I do appreciate their. Uh, I guess you can look at the sacrifices. They had to go all come make weight and and warm up and get ready and get ready to every duel and and never get a match. Um, you know in austin's case only gets one match and then he goes out and gets his hand raised so not really wrestling but uh uh you know those are important things uh, uh he scored six points for our team when you know who knows how things would have went that things go wrong way um those six points can become important so uh the backup guys uh, i appreciate those guys every bit as much as the guys wrestling um uh, yeah because you never know when you need them and uh when you do, it's really nice to have them there, and uh, so that was nice to have Austin be able to be there and and uh, um, help help the team out. Uh, AJ goes four and one. Um, touched on his one loss. Uh, same thing with him as some others. Turn that into a positive and and uh, learn from it. Get better. Motivate yourself. Whatever it takes. Um, and we got. Uh, next up Hunter anderson uh goes two and two um his two losses were to two very good kids uh you know so those are nothing to be ashamed about Uh, and then he got a a couple wins and a couple pins after that with the other guys and but uh, uh even in his loss i thought he wrestled like that wahoo kid's real tough um In fact that Wahoo kid did beat that state runner up also that AJ bumped up against Uh, and hunter wrestled him it was fairly close for a while and got a little bit out of hand towards the end but uh, uh, you know hunter styles uh, as a scrambling style and and uh, um, while I prefer solid good solid technique sometimes some scrambling abilities that people don't expect can throw them off and and but with that, Hunter, you know, it takes takes him a little while to get going in the season. So good to see he's wrestling better now than he did. I, I thought the first tournament and, and stuff is, you know, he looked pretty sloppy and making mistakes. But I think he's uh, getting that worked out. And, and a lot of that has to do with getting the rust kicked off, too, and, and uh, wrestling better. Um, 145, that's where uh, Walker came in. Um, Johnny was... Uh, Oh, is, is our normal starter and and uh, couldn't make it got uh not feeling good in the morning so uh um uh, walker stepped in and, and this is where really our depth uh, in our team and, and some of the backups i mean walker and johnny both wrestled us for overtime wins so they're just they're dead even um you know we got other cases where they're very close we got shoot we got three guys former starting varsity wrestlers that i have a lot of confidence in if they were in the lineup they would do well uh on jv and so this is where our depth really helps us out uh walker came in and did an excellent job um you know his his only losses were to two very tough kids but he came in and got three pins for our team and scored a lot of points and 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 and, um really pleased that he got an opportunity to wrestle and 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 do that and and really thankful that he uh, just doesn't, you know, get frustrated because can't win a wrestle off, but he stays in there because you never know when you're going to need, be needed. Uh, in you know this in this case, obviously it was needed. You don't know, and especially this year. It's uh, it, it's more important with all the crazy things going on that you don't know. You might get down to districts or sub-districts, and all of a sudden you need uh, uh, you need to be ready. Um, so. Uh, glad to see he's keeping his head up in good attitude and uh, wrestling hard and he helped us out today or yesterday. Uh, 152. We got Connor Breck went five and zero. Uh, great tournament for him. Really good to see that. Uh, um, you know, I, I really believe if he gets some confidence and and a uh, little better offense on his feet, um, you know, probably a little bit better setups on his shots. I I think he's going to be someone that uh, uh, people would be surprised to hear about uh, uh, we just got to find a way to get him there um, also drew coming in there that's owing to sorry drew that's that's my fault but <laughs> again when we talked about a lot he he stepped in for a team and took some uh, lumps for the team and but still very much appreciated what, what he did for us uh, Blaine goes four and one Uh you know so really a great tournament for him um blaine has really came a long way since last year and really pleased with where he's at i I keep forgetting that he's a sophomore um you know because he's starting to have some success and the sophomore at at those weights i mean are if you have success they're pretty darn good and they're gonna have a pretty darn good career um you know and 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 blaine's still got some things that that if we can fix he's going to even be better so you know it that's the nice thing that the, you know it, number one confidence uh, if he gets more confidence that's going to really help him out and and uh, you know continue to improve on the technique um, you know that's that's going to be something that uh, I do know some of the people follow wrestling some of the experts they they noticed him the other day in our, our dual Beatrice that Uh, he's a guy that people are going to hear about someday so um uh great to see him uh go four and one and uh would have been nice to be five and oh because that would have (laughs) changed the results in another turn duel but uh again he was given a a tough chore to to do that so um 170 then joe wells goes three and oh for us um you know again joe joe had a great We're really pleased he you know he's came a long ways from last year and um you know joe's a very intelligent person uh you know one of the things i talked about with him in our goals uh session at the early early in the year was the, the one-on-one goal sessions were was about using some of his strengths to his advantage he's a tall long guy can create a lot of leverage and and so that that's something that we talked about and he seems to be uh really getting better at that and and uh you know so going 3 and 0 that's that's fantastic for him helped helped our team out and um you know and then he also took the sacrifice for the team as far as sitting out a couple and uh, again we hate doing that but we we're we're trying to win and we, and we're going with the our best options uh we feel least um next 182 Hunter Thompson goes 4 and 1 um you know getting real pleased that he he's able to get on the winning track he started off uh you know very tough uh bennington invitational tournament his weight class was stacked and uh that didn't go well and then uh you know I'm trying to remember beatrice i think he had a real yeah he had a real tough opponent ranked kid this Deegan nelson um uh, so he had a tough tough start to the season um you know, hundreds of one of those guys is very tough to score on, and and uh, hopefully we can get him to uh, you know start picking up his offense. And when he does that, he's going to be another one of those forces to be reckoned with. And and uh, um, you know, and as the season progresses, we hope that uh, that's the case. Uh, Luke McDonald goes in five and zero. You know, excellent job out there. Uh, you know he bonus points all the way across the board um you know when when luke is wrestling with his best technique uh he's going to be very tough to stop and i you know there's i don't think there's anybody in the state and and that's including an undefeated state champ in his weight class i don't i don't think could i think nobody could stop him but uh his problem is all in his head and so uh and i don't mean that in a bad way it's just something that we're working on and uh, he gets frustrated when he doesn't pin him as fast as he wants to, <laughs> you know, and but uh, so he starts getting frustrated and then and then he starts wrestling sloppy and, and and he's trying too hard. He just has to go out and wrestle and that's what he did at state last year. Just went a, out and wrestled and he just destroyed people. And, and then in the finals, uh, he's he was, remember, he was just a stinking sophomore last year, went up against a division one recruit and and almost beat him. So what if we can control that uh, that mental aspect and and luke recognize and understand because we had a discussion uh, uh especially after his first match that's where he got really frustrated and i thought he did a lot better job after that and and it, it kind of showed so um but he's got a you know once, once he uh focuses just on wrestling and good solid technique and not be sloppy uh, he'll tear everybody up so um anyhow Two twenty Carter Lurch Car, you know, uh, <clears throat> Carter's in, interesting enough. Carter's wrestled uh, more varsity matches than uh, than Aiden, and Aiden, uh, you know, was sick this this tournament, and Aiden has won the wrestle off. Uh, but Carter's done an excellent job in there. Um, this is one of those wrestle offs that I think you know, can go either way between these two guys. It's another another classic example of. Um, we got two guys that can perform uh and obviously carter's stepping in goes four and one for us and and his only one loss again was against uh a, a ranked wrestlers undefeated and, and and actually gave him a good match um you know i really believe carter's got a great future that uh, uh again when he starts believing in himself more and get more confidence and and wrestling with his strengths that he has being a tall and uh, lower center gravity body weight that he uses all that to his advantage he's uh he's going to be very very tough and and he's already starting to get that way so uh, you could see him turn that corner and and uh r- real happy that uh you know he he uh takes his uh um losses in the uh wrestle-offs you know and it's not easy but he, he comes back with a good attitude after uh, that wears off and and he's ready to go whenever we need him so um you know and and uh great tournament for him and very pleased there uh then the big guy 285 jake steyer uh very tough weight class this is this was uh talked about in some of the previews as far as tournaments around the state and in our our tournament the previews were, were that this was a uh the 285 was a very tough weight class um uh, you know, there's no shame in 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 the losses that jake had, took um you know but uh uh we're, we're hoping for better results and and you know and and just to get better from this so we'll take this and try learning from it try getting better uh, but three and two we still had a winning record uh we 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 still believe jake has a as a great career ahead of him and and uh, uh i know in the practice room you know, uh, general Coach uh, Lenhart's our big guy coach. I call it because I have guys coaches of different groups, and and he he's been impressed with Jake, and he he feels too that Jake is wrestling better than than he did last year. Um, we just got to take that from the practice room and put it on the mat, and and I think some of that's confidence too that uh, um, that he just needs, and and uh, um, you know, confidence can change a lot. Uh, and so that's that's sort where of, that's probably where Jake is at right now. He's got to start believing that uh, uh, not only what we see, but uh, uh, believe it himself that he's uh, he's a great wrestler and, and one of the best in the state. Um, and as soon as he does that, he's going to be wrestling like that too. So that's pretty much all the individuals. Um, that's anything you got to add, Craig?
0: No, not really. I mean, I, I don't think we. Actually said, called it out, but it took second as a team there um, at our home duel tournament.
1: And that's uh, yeah, about about it. But yeah, I think that's, as far as I'm concerned, that's pretty much details we can get on <laughs> it. Spent about an hour talking about it, so. Uh. It's the only event, so we focus on one event, I guess. Yep, and with duel
0: tournaments, there's more to focus on, it seems like, because there's the, the individual matches and the duel portion of it, so. Yep. Um, I guess we just roll roll into the upcoming week. Um, you know, I had originally wrote down you know for we're back to normal with 3:30 practices and you know our normal start times, but then I, we were talking before we fired up the podcast and it's not really back to normal. Uh, buckle up people. The next two weeks are gonna get real busy real fast here. We'll have you know back to normal for three days, I guess, but then it's gonna get crazy for the next two weeks. Um and starting off uh with competitions on Thursday, we have a Lincoln Southeast, Millard South Triangular, uh at five o'clock, interestingly. Um it is J V and Varsity, but the varsity will be at Lincoln Southeast and the J V will be at Millard South. So it's a triangular with two teams and two the same two teams in two different locations, starting at five. Yeah, so. and
1: that had that the reason for that is is these covid protocols and covid mm-hmm. uh expectations uh lincoln uh it's the varsity duels in lincoln uh millard south was supposed to be earlier uh in in december but uh, we rescheduled that one uh and lincoln southeast was willing to add them on as a triangler and and uh, the only problem was lincoln's requirements are uh they can't have more than four teams at an event and they considered each varsity team as as a as a team. So that's three and then you JVs each as a team. So that made six, they call it six teams, even though it really it's really three schools. So they couldn't host it. Uh, and uh, they were about ready to drop the duel or the triangular and make it just back to our normal duels, Lincoln Southeast, but uh, but Millard South and really wanted to wrestle and we want to see them, even though they're pretty good it'll only make us better uh uh we're willing to do something where millard south said they would host the jv portion so we're splitting them up um that that does create challenges in the moving around of kids because i hate to bring backups when they could be having matches so it might be one of those things where we just take our starters and even then like most duels we're probably not going to change a lot i and i haven't gone yet and scouted these two yet uh we probably won't wouldn't have moved around a lot so we'll, we'll probably take 14 guys only to to lincoln and all the rest to uh, get the matches because it's important that they get the mat time too um so that's kind of what i what that's the explanation for that kind of crazy situation. Mm-hmm. Did you want to touch in
0: on those duels at all? The uh, obviously, Millard South is one of the shoot one of the top teams in the country. Um,
1: yeah, I think they're ranked number fifteen or something like that mm-hmm. in the nation. Uh, just won a a duel over another team that's ranked around twenty. So uh, they're legit. Um, got some very quality individuals on there. Um, you know, so. Uh, even one that we we're, well, a couple we we're very familiar with, mm-hmm. uh, a brother to Caden, uh, and then another one we're familiar with, the uh, former Bennington wrestler's son that I coached my first year, uh, Joel Adams, uh, and also been in our club for, uh, in the past, in a wrestling club. So uh, some guys we're familiar with, and, and also they're, I mean, they're just loaded, and um, you know, and, but uh, it's a good experience. For our guys to see that level of competition, what it takes to get there, uh, we also got some guys on our team that can compete with them. Uh, as, as a team, uh, you know, realistically, yeah, no, we we probably can't compete with them. Uh, but individually, we got a few people can. Uh, then we got some up and comers. Uh, you know, when they see that, what it takes, uh, that le- level of intensity and. In wrestling you need to see that sometimes in competition and, and so that's why we we do it. Uh, we wrestle it um, and uh, so I it, It's it's not only give us experience, but also continue the growth of our team um, At Lincoln Southeast, they're just normally on our schedule. Uh, they got a, a good coach there uh, He's a the son of one of a Hall of Fame college coach Uh, Mark Bauer from UNK. So, uh, you know, he's got some good lineage there and and, uh, I think going to do a great job at Lincoln Southeast, uh, but he's still new there and they're building their program and, uh, but uh, be good competition for us. Haven't had a chance really to scout them individually and that'll probably be happening in the next uh, few days. Yep.
0: So then after that, on Friday, we roll into the EMC duels. Um, a little bit changed. You know, Friday, one-day duel tournament. Um, starts at 4 o'clock. Varsity only, plus the backups. Um, typically, when we have varsity tournaments during the week, uh, you know, on a Friday, JV practices at 6.30 like normal. So 3.30, better, 330 <laughs> on 6.30. Whoops. Um, so... We'll still have practice with the JVs like normal at three thirty, but uh, wrestling for the duels will start at four um, o'clock. Fewer teams than normal, you know, with a couple of them splitting off to a different, you know, make a different conference. So I don't know if, how much you want to dive in on that or touch it
1: on those. I'll just touch on a couple things we know. Uh, obviously, Blair's a very, very tough duel team. Um, they're ranked pretty high in duels. Uh, an individual tournament uh, actually ranked ahead of us in the individual tournament in one of the rankings, um, you know. So they're they're going to be very tough. Waverly is a uh, you know very solid team. They're they're ranked high in the uh, they're ranked in the top ten in the individual tournament. Duels are kind of on the verge of top ten. So uh, a couple of solid uh, duels um, in there, and then a couple others that uh, uh, maybe not quite as uh, in that category. So uh still give us five duels in that one day it'll probably be somewhat similar to what we had at the badger duels um you know competition wise just probably nobody probably you know as tough as lincoln east but but close um and uh i don't have a whole lot of other information about the mc duels they they haven't sent anything out to us usually we have it by now um as far as like fans attendance and all that um but, uh, I mean, like I said, they usually have it out to us by now, but this being an unusual year, it's not a surprise either. They're probably trying to figure out protocols and other stuff and what they can do, and, um, you know, and, and you can't announce fans too early because you may turn around and the county says something different. So, uh, you know, that's that's kind of where they're at, and I'm sure I'll hear something in the next day or two, and I'll try to get in, information that I can out when I, when I find out. So...
0: Yep, and then Saturday we roll back to Waverly with the JVs. Uh, now the EMC duels is one day. Waverly's putting on a JV tournament, St. Matt's, just the next day on Saturday. So for us coaches it's the same as always, heading down to Waverly on Friday, Saturday, but we'll bring the JV down there for a 9 a.m. start at that tournament.
1: Yeah, Again, that'd be great. Thing.
0: That'd be great to see the JVs getting some matches now. And um, Well, yeah, we yeah. were just talking this week about how these kids jvs they haven't had but only a few of them have had a match in a duel other than that it's been a
1: long season of practice so far so. right and it's important that they get matches for mm-hmm. their growth and development and and for us to see them wrestle and what we uh, can do to help them and and so uh, real happy to see that and they're gonna start hitting some competition coming up uh now too uh, these next uh, few weeks so um uh, that's good for them that'll start ramping up here
0: yep anything else in the upcoming week that you want to hit on
1: uh not really I take it as it comes i guess all right i guess uh we got i know we got one more topic you want to talk about before we uh close it up yeah we've got some good news here that uh, we're going to have another coach on our staff uh, been kind of actually working on this for a month i uh, kind of disappointed it took so long but uh but also good reasons i mean the administration um you had some legitimate questions about multiple things um uh, uh but uh, uh yeah i asked dan parish back in uh um uh, really it was right after a black and blue duel if, if he would be willing to join our staff um we are we kind of struggling at the time with the number of kids we have and the experience level of really um, in, in practice especially helping with technique and stuff and and uh, you know we basically have one less actually two less coaches uh, than we had the previous year but we have 40 kids compared to 28 so um, we really needed someone in the room to help out more and, and uh, you know I, I've known Dan for a lot of years of watched him coach uh, he's coached at the nebraska boys club but uh, you know he's very knowledgeable in his technique and and uh um and and in my opinion the nebraska boys have been the elite club uh in the area and not only in the state but uh and i know there's one other club that claims that but uh, uh right now their their best kids uh, are high school kids that came from the nebraska boys club so but they're a great you know uh, you know i i've seen his coaching style and all that uh, um you know so i'm comfortable with with the whole situation i know there's always concern and especially with the school as far as parents coming in and, and coaching um you know and and i've talked to them about those concerns and that that's probably what drug it out so long but uh um I think we're we're fine in that area. I don't see any problems in that area at all. And and uh, uh, but the most important thing, he's going to help us out, um, and he's willing to do whatever uh, to help out. And uh, I have faith that it's going to all work out. And you know, if anybody has questions about it, certainly ask me, and I'm glad to answer those. But uh, um, I'm excited to have another person help us out, and and uh, you know, with his uh, experience in coaching. Um, that's going to add to our, our staff, I think. So that's kind of it about that. Uh, yep. that. That's supposed to probably start sometime next week. You don't know the exact date. Uh, there's one thing that the school had to take care of that they were in the process of doing, and and then and then Dan can come up. Yep. All right. Well, I'm a little
0: over an hour and a half today. Like I said, I had a lot to talk about with the duels and coming back. Um. So tune in next week. We'll recap the double triangular, the EMC duels, and the Waverly JV t- tournament. Then, uh, like I said, it's it's a busy two weeks. We'll preview. We've got the Scott freshman invite. We've got the Syracuse duel. We've got the Logan Magnolia Plattsmith triangular, and Skyler JV and varsity tournaments. So it's uh, gonna be a busy what eight ten days there. We're cranking out, you know, the live wrestling. So, tune in next week. See ya.